Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I'm going to read through some of the old documents from the West Memphis Three. I'm titling this The Lost Files of the West Memphis Three, Exhibit 500. And I'm putting this out in the context of what happened on this Tim Pool cast with Damian Eccles two months ago. Just a total joke. No reference to this, and often not referenced ever by. Uh, people who look into the West Memphis Three. I put it in my book, Abomination Five, ten years ago, actually. But in these interviews, they just don't even go through. These are very thorough. They're well done. There's inputs from a variety of different people, three different mental institutions. And also, it's something that John Douglas, kind of the famed FBI profiler, when he wrote about the West Memphis Three, he wrote there was nothing in the case files that he saw that indicated anything that they could commit these crimes. Well, he must have omitted or overlooked some of this information because this is 500 pages. That's how it gets its name. Exhibit 500, uh, over 500 pages is actually about 507 pages. And I'm just going to go through it. I've taken selective pieces out of it, left some that are, there's uh, a couple of copies and some that aren't really relevant, but I think that you can look through this. This is all leading up to the events of May 5th, 1993. That's when the murders happened. And it starts about a year before. And there's talk about Satanism, blood drinking, violence. And a lot of tests, a lot of psychological tests, actually. We'll go through that. Psychological tests, the mandatory, I think, weekly meetings with a counselor that people don't talk about it's just all missing and this also has his social security disability like this person uh, glory shuttles who i've also included some of her affidavits in one of my earlier shows i uh, wasn't aware that he was on full social social security disability at the time of the murders as an adult as an 18 year old so i'll just read through some of this stuff and you can find this this is easily referenced on the uh, Callahan 8K site or wherever all the, the case files are that have been compiled on the West Memphis 3. So this is this is easily to you know, um, reference. And it goes into the fact that he was on probation. That's also overlooked by John Douglas. In his written book on the case, um, and it states here, and, and uh, this was not asked by Tim Poole or what's her name, Fairbanks. Like their reach is extraordinary. They have, they have a very vast social media media presence. It's incredible that they just didn't do any of their homework at all. It's embarrassing. Like I'm embarrassed for them. It's shameful. So <clears throat> here's the uh, they call him Michael Eccles here here, uh, but it's uh, let's see. May 7th, 92, referral for family treatment made by DHS based on sexual abuse. And then June 1st, 92, Jerry Driver refers to Charter, that's the mental institution, following charges of burglary, terroristic threatening, sexual misconduct, had been in Jonesboro detention since 592, exact date not given, admitted to Charter, then discharged. So he was in the hospital for 24 days. He was in, entered on June 1st, Exited June 25th, 1992. So that's not like some kind of short amount of time. Um, then in September of 92, he's admitted into St. Vincent's in Portland, Oregon. Uh, 
charged suicidal, threatening family, drug use, parental concern, resatanism. So he was there for three days. He got out there, then was back to, he took a bus back to Arkansas. And then for back, once he gets in, he's back in Arkansas for six days. And then he goes back to charter by Jerry Driver. So he always is uh, has a reference to his probation. He's called, I think he's, Eccles has called him gay or an abuser or something like that. But uh, he's always talking about this probation or officer. Had been in detention center, sucked blood of inmate, readmitted to charter. So he's back, discharged, and then discharged. For, he was in for two weeks. So he was in for one month at one point and two weeks. This is September. The murders happened nine months later. And then he had these scheduled sessions um, from in January 13th, 19th, 25th, and 93. So that's four months before that, before the event. And then he actually, on the day of the uh, the murders, he had a physician's progress report. And it's in here somewhere. I don't know where it is, but I have copies of it somewhere. But literally, there was an, some medical record from the day that the murders took place. And so we can go through all this stuff. But the place he was at was East Arkansas Regional Mental Health Center. <sighs> Referral, intake sheet. So there's an intake sheet in here, which we'll, we'll go over. And it'll be pretty obvious what's going on. The intake from June 1st. He'd been in jo Jonesboro detention. So he'd been in a like a kind of jail or something like that. Since attempting to run away with 15-year-old girlfriend last month, he had made suicide pact if not could be together, expressing suicidal thoughts. Dressed all in black, question of satanic involvement by court. So people aren't making this up. This is all in there. Reports of self-mutilation will trance out since fifth grade. Uh, kind of sounds like Koberger with this weird fuzzy brain or whatever it was. Doesn't have to deal with what's going on. Reports history of drug abuse. Alcohol, cocaine, acid, pot denies current usage. Um, let's see. February 11th, 93. This is three months before the events. Reports being harassed by local authorities as they think I'm a satanic leader. Admits he has satanic items but denies cult involvement. Has been interested in witchcraft for past eight years. So he was interested in witchcraft for eight years prior to the murders. According to him, that's or I think that's what this report is indicating. And then there's these notes from the scheduled sessions. I discussed issues of power and control, believes very much in magic. That's from January 13th, 1993. And then on that same month, January 25th, dressed in black. This is uh, speaks of rituals, drinking blood, more involved in demonology. Cannot remember early tantrums. And then his disability report. This Arkansas Disability Determination. Apply for disability February 1st, 1993. Determination made by reports of charter MMC. Vincent was angry, ran into former girlfriend, controlled anger. And then this is St. Vincent. So this is back in Portland. This is the admission in September 92. Suicidal ideation, depression, threatening suicide. Parents expressed concern that he was involved in Satanism. Felt family members were in danger. Michael stirred chocolate with a spoon. Grandmother accused him of having a knife, but wasn't true. He was given a battery of tests. Tested well above average for age and grade level. Then he got out two days later. 
probation officer made phone arrangements for Michael to return to Arkansas and check in with probation office upon arrival. So he was on probation, it sounds like. So then he's at Charter. This is before that. This is not fully chronological. Let's see. Psychological evaluation. Damien indicates he has two friends he would die for. He has a blood brother. While waiting in police car, thought Deanna's father was going to do something to her in an aggressive manner. Was able to take safety off officer's gun left in police car. Would have shot her father if he had acted in an aggressive manner. Progress notes are included, but are handwritten and somewhat difficult to read. Speaks to depression, depression, bizarre behavior, and feels he's making progress. So he went after the cop's gun, according to this report. That's June 1992. So the fact, you know, there's this notion that's bandied about, like, these guys were just um, wearing black clothes or whatever. It's just a total joke. <clears throat> information from detention center Damien and girlfriend intend to have a baby and sacrifice it. Damien denies the states he's involved in witchcraft, not Satanism. Alleged to have chased younger child with axe and attempted to set house on fire. Damien denies this. Has heart problems, asthma, bronchitis, migraine headaches. Psychological test results. Depressed, does not trust others, non-psychotic. Uh, September 10th, 92, Jerry Driver called Charter. Detention center sucked blood from arm of boy, rubbed blood on his own face, readmitted to Charter. Temporary custody to aunt Patricia Leggett to admit to hospital. Broke probation by returning to Arkansas, so he's under probation. This is September 15th, 1992, so about that, eight months before the murders. Had been suspected of witchcraft and or devil worship prior to incident involving arrest. This report is very much in error with regard to fact incidents. Again, thought to be suicidal, but afraid, not afraid to die, per Damien. Knows he can come back. He's on impramine, 100 meg, meg, uh, milligrams. Let's see. So there's all kinds of authorization for release of information. Family breakdowns, family that's in there. So people put a lot of time into this, by the way. So these caseworkers, um, there's writing comments. Child is in need of counseling and evaluation due to family history of sexual abuse to younger sister, behavioral problems related to lack of respect for authority of others. Mental health referral form. There's all kinds of stuff in here talking about lyrics. I think they're lyrics to songs. Blood Forever Reigns. I think that's in there. There's data intake sheets. And there's all kinds of... You know, it's just, if you walk, look through these, it's just... It's voluminous. It's 500 pages. It's not like somebody did a two-page thing. There's This guy has a serious... Had a serious record leading up to 93. <clears throat> that people just overlook. Behavioral observations, dressed all in black, t-shirt, blacks, and shoes, wears small gold cross stud earring, nails are clean and filed to points. He sits something and suspended. Uh, so his nails were filed to points on this one. And there's pictures of him. Question of satanic involvement. Amidst a suicidal pact, it can go where way none. 
Where are we now? Can go either way now, I think it is. So there's a lot of interest. Initial treatment, referrals, conduct disorder, dysthemia, which is um, like flat effect, I think it's called, whatever that's the definition. And you can just see that somebody wrote paragraphs about all this stuff. <sighs> Reports, history of self-mutilation, cutting self with knives. Last time was three months ago. Damien's symptoms of depression. I usually don't smile. I quit. He quit school in the ninth grade because he does not allow to return to his previous school, Marion High School. Reports sleeping most of the day, then goes to Dominie's house. So there's a lot. This is the mental status assessment. This is from January 93. Damien is seen today for a scheduled session. He is brought to the mental health center today by a stepfather. Damien was dressed totally in black with silver cross. He was glad to be back. He's talked about his concerns. He states that he could make changes, make things happen. He believes very much in magic. Damien stated, I don't believe anything until it's proven. Therapist assured him that he would be able to help him demonstrate a technique with his witch. There was a way to control without black magic. He was amazed that he came out and then he was hypnotized. This was done by placing Damien in a trance and having his arm numb. He brought out of the trance, but therapist instructed him to continue to have his arm numb. He was amazed that when he came out of the trance, his arm was numb. This was very effective and proven to Damien that therapist was going to be able to help him. Damien's effect and mood were flat. He did not smile during the session. This is another one the week after. Damien reports being told at the hospital that he could be another Charles Manson or Ted Bundy. This is in somebody else's writing. When questioned about his feelings, he states, I knew I'm going to influence the world. People will remember me or him. So this is January 19th, 93. She has earrings in each here. This is the 20th of 93. So we went back for like three or four consecutive weeks to do an individual progress report at the mental health facility. So he was going back there. Like nobody even mentions this. So crazy. Um, See, he does not remember where he learned to do this. So he describes drinking blood as giving him more power and strength. He remembers doing this as far as back as age 10. He does not remember where he learned to do this. Damien believes that there is no God. He feels that society believes there is a God because society is weak. He wants very much to be all-powerful. He wants very much to be in total control. He discussed how some of this is related to his experiences as a child. He acknowledges that some of this is related to his childhood abuse trauma issues, but he feels that it is who he is now. Damien relates that a spirit is now living with him. The spirit was put inside him last year. He indicates that a month ago, the spirit decided to become part of him and he become part of the spirit. This is reportedly a spirit of a woman who was killed by her husband. When questioned about how he feels about the spirit or what the difference is, Damien is able to relate that this feels stronger and more powerful with the spirit. He has not seen the spirit, but does, does hear the spirit. In addition, he also reports conversations with demons and other spirits. This is achieved through rituals. 
He denies that he is satanic, seeing himself more as being involved in demonology. It becomes more noticeable today in talking with Damien that he has many things from childhood that he simply does not remember. This is believed to be a dissociative response to trauma issues. So he dissociated, according to them, which is a whole other can of worms. Damien is agreeable to beginning to talk about what he experienced as a child that he remembers. He has also agreed to continue to discuss his issues with power and control as related to his practice of rituals. Therapists encourage him to continue writing and to bring the writings into the sessions as a way of communicating his feelings. Damien is agreeable to doing this, though. He continues to question the therapist on the confidentiality issues and wants to be assured that he will not be misunderstood. Uh, Damien's effect mood today continued. His bland, although there was more emotion when talking about drinking blood, is continuing to talk about issues related to power control. Damien is much more verbal in today's session. Eye contact was very good. So that's January 25th, 1993, four months before the murders. Wow. Three, four, yeah. So this is another one. This is February 5th, 93. Damien relates that he cut his arm and hand as a way of permanently marking his skin. The name Domini is cut into his arm. Session continues focused as Damien's self-concept and image. Relates feeling very angry yesterday when running into previous girlfriend. I controlled it. I can do anything. His grandmother was observed to be waiting for him after session. So consultative examination worksheet. You can see that. Um, let's see. This is the 20th of 93. Depressive disorder. The 25th. That's a duplicate. Literal Charter Hospital of Little Rock. This is September. Admitted the 14th. September 92, discharged two weeks later. Identifying data, Damien is a 17-year-old white male who was in the custody of DHS. He is a court-ordered admission. Chief complaint, they say I suck blood. Damien was on probation due to threatening his girlfriend's parents. He was also arrested and charged with second-degree sexual misconduct. was having sex with his girlfriend in a baking house. Reportedly, Damien and his girlfriend were going to have a baby and sacrifice the baby. Damien relates that he is a witch. Damien placed at the detention center. While at the detention center, he reportedly grabbed a peer and began sucking blood from the peer's neck. According to Damien, he relates that the peer was aware he was going to do this. Staff reports that Damien was not remorseful for his behavior. Damien indicated that he sucked blood in order to get into a gang. He denies that it was any type of ritual. Damien reportedly threatened to kill his father while in Oregon and also threatened to eat him. <coughs> Damien was subsequently placed at St. Vincent's Hospital until arrangements could be made for him to come to Arkansas. However, Damien denies this. Damien laughed when he was called a blood-sucking vampire. He relates he does not know why people think this. He was placed in isolation in the detention center until he could be admitted to charter. The other's peers were afraid of him. Damien denies that he rubbed blood, blood all over his face. Some strange stuff. So, I mean, these are so many of these. 
And you can see if you're watching this on Rockfin, you can see the stamps on the bottom. Those are like the, your standard court document stamps or like uh, paper 84. The time of discharge, Damien no longer exhibited a desire to participate in bizarre and unusual behavior. He was cautioned about his behavior and how it might appear to others. He was able to communicate appropriately with others in his environment. He was able to explore unresolved feelings of anger toward his father. He was able to verbalize reasons for his bizarre and unusual behavior. You can just go through, like, they put time. You can just see these documents. Past personal history, mental status exam. Damien, he was noted to have a t-shirt that had a demon-like figure. He did not appear to be physically ill or in distress. So, some weird stuff. Let's see, this is a uh, discharge summary. So, he was discharged June 25th, 92. So he was in and out. He was in kind of this for at least six, seven months was in and out of mental hospitals or going into some kind of counseling. There was also his qu question about his involvement with Satanism. Damien, however, indicated he was not involved with Satanism, but witchcraft. Supposedly Damien chased a younger child with an axe and attempted to set a house on fire. He denied this behavior. Damien admits to a history of violence. He said prior to admission, he did not attempt to enucleate Pierce High at school. He was suspended subsequently from school. He was suspended at, on seven different occasions during the school year. He related that he was suspended on one occasion because he set a fire in his science classroom and also would walk off on campus on several occasion, occasions. He was disruptive to the school environment. He was also disrespectful to teachers. He has been accused of terroristic threatening. Damien indicated that he has heart problems, asthma, bronchitis, and migraine headaches. I mean, you can just kind of go through all the stuff. Staff was quite concerned as they noticed that he was meditating in his room in a bizarre and unusual fashion. He also drew numerous pictures of witchcraft-type symbols. He also wrote some very unusual poems. He tended to remain on the peripheral of the group throughout most of his hospitalization. Damien denied involvement in satanic worship, but did admit to involvement in witchcraft. He definitely exhibited a pervasively depressed mood throughout most of his hospitalization. Right, so that's another one. And these are kind of the tests. Confidential Psychological Report 17. Test administered. WAIS, verbal scale, Bender Gestalt test, figure drawings test, Rorschach test, Minnesota multiphasic personality inventory, and a TAT. So they went on the WAS verbal score scale, Damien obtained a verbal IQ of 101. This estimate of his intellectual functioning places him in the middle of the average range. And you can see some of these... Uh, Scores and scales, pretty interesting. They really put him through a lot of tests. He did elevate on the substance abuse category, indicating there are some tendencies in this direction. He answered in a positive direction. 
some of the following statements. Someone has it in for me. Evil spirits possess me at times. I've had very peculiar and strange experiences. I am afraid of losing my mind. I have strange and peculiar thoughts. Responses such as these may suggest the possibility of a thought disorder in this individual. <clears throat> and the Rorschach test. This is really interesting. Like they, you can just tell this is page five of the psychological report. They go through everything. It's got different cards. Rorschach test for people who don't know is where they just give you random blots like pictures and you interpret them. Summary. He does not to be in a psychotic process at this time, although he gives some manifestation of the possibility of a thought disorder. Most prominent finding is that he has a rather strong depressive process going on in real difficulty making contact with people. He tends to be very distrustful of others and keeps at a distance. So this is the medical record at St. Vincent Hospital. His height is 5'8", 176. This is, uh... He has talked about drinking lye or some type of bleach that would kill himself. He has also apparently told his sister that he won't be around much longer. The parents are concerned that he's also into Satanism or devil worship. He apparently has a number of items that relates to this. This is from September. So he's thinking about drinking lye. And this is claimant, other person. This is stuff he put in. I think this is his handwriting. Describe your pain or other symptoms. Mentally disturbed. Do you require any special treatment or equipment such as braces, oxygen, physical therapy? And the response is, I have to go to the mental health facility center once a week. So he acknowledged that. This is February 2nd, 93. So it's three months before the murders. Describe any changes in these things since your condition began. I am a sociopath, he writes. Describe any changes in your sleeping habits since your condition began having nightmares. Describe any problems you have with sleeping, insomnia. So this is kind of like a Q&A. That's February 2nd, 93. This is him writing disability report. So this is the SSI disability report he filled out in February. What is your disabling condition? I'm going through treatment at the mental health care center and have been in several mental hospitals. So he seems to acknowledge that. <clears throat> if you answered yes to 28, I get really stressed out and sometimes have to take a break. Impramine. Reason for hospitalization or clinic visits, homicidal, manic depression, depression, sociopathic, suicidal, schizophrenia. So I think that's his handwriting. That's uh, number 125. 
If any of the above items are checked yes, described exactly difficulty involved. And the response is dressed all in black, had E-V-I-L, tattoo, left hand, appears done by razor blade in ink, soft-spoken, laughed at some of my attempts to kid him. He wore same clothes. January 15th, 93, when he made apartment, said he got one meal a day, usually. So, yeah, that's just like, I think that's the social security application that he had, which a lot of people forget as well. So, St. Vincent Hospital Medical Register, patient, patient registration. <clears throat> Suicidal ideation and depression. These are just so many documents. Holy smokes. September. <clears throat> Some of these I can't even read. The handwriting is illegible to me. But these are the kind of daily progress reports. So somebody like a nurse will come in and write what happened that day. So you'll see the date up there, which is September 1st, 92, social work note. 17-year-old male brought to EK mother and natural father because he has been depressed, making statements daily that he was going to kill himself or others. Mom states Damien is on probation after some shaking, backing thing. Dad says that Damien has been sniffing gasoline and that at dinner table tonight, Black's about drinking a bottle of bleach and that it would be over soon. States that he would be killing himself in the next three days. He has made that to kill himself hanging with something trying to search. Yes, that's hard for me to read, but goes in. Treatment plan, that's February 2nd, St. Vincent's. I mean, there's like all these times talking to the doctors, nurses, putting things in. <clears throat> There's just all kinds of family stuff going on. These are all the reports, the daily reports. On the unit, Damon has been quiet but cooperative. He shows little or no investment in treatment and is basically awaiting discharge today, which he's looking forward to very much. So that was the one he was in for four or three days at uh, in Oregon. So this is the St. Vincent. In Arkansas, Damien was on probation for breaking an entry in sexual misconduct. Because of his unusual threats, the court ordered an evaluation at one of their facilities under Title 19 that occurred. Mother states that he was diagnosed as manic depressive in Arkansas and was playing placed on impramine and possibly one other medication. Briefly, Pam stated that she has had difficulty with Damien since he was 10 years old. He always tended to be an angry child and somewhat difficult to manage, particularly through his adolescent years. She's convinced that he is into activities such as witchcraft and is very concerned about the quality of friends he's developed while living in Arkansas. For this reason, she felt that coming to Oregon would be a new beginning for him. Damien has not been in school steadily for the last three years, and technically, even though he's almost 18 years old, he carries only freshman credits. And so, like, these are all the scores on the MMPI. You see, like, some things are higher than others. Like one that stands out, ego strength, 
dominance, inhibition to aggression, authority problems, denial of stereo elements. I don't know what that is. Amorality, psychomotor acceleration, distrust, mania, subtle manias marked on here. Then he filled out something there. What do you do when you feel uptight or angry? Nothing. What do you turn to when things are not going well? Nothing. I don't go to school. Describe a routine weekend day from the time you get up in the morning till you go to bed at night. I get up around 3 p.m., go to bed around 2.30 a.m. Do you feel different from other kids? Yes. If please explain. Other kids are shallow and don't think much. Describe your best friend. He has long blonde hair, blue eyes, funny. Um, which parent is easiest for you to get along with? Neither. There's just a lot of no's and things. Check all items that describe your mother. And then he writes in stupid. Check all items that write describe your father. He writes in stupid. So there's a lot of progress reports. This is human services. Let's see, major depression, dysthemia. Reason for emergency admission. So it was an emergency admission in June 1st, 92. Fire setting behavior by history, potential danger to property, excessive irritability and anger that is dangerous and persistent, involvement in bizarre and unusual behavior. So that's that. Um, let's see the more notes. Application for voluntary inpatient admission. So that's a voluntary admission. My mom signed it, I think. <clears throat> Damien presented for admission, accompanied by his probation officer. He was described as having suicidal ideation for two weeks prior to admission. He indicated that he ran away with his girlfriend because his parents forbade her to see him anymore. He says they were upset because he was engaging in sexual encounters with her. Reportedly, Damien and his girlfriend were going to have a baby and then sacrifice the child. Damien denies this, side, uh, this type of behavior. Supposedly, Damien chased a younger child with an axe and attempted to set a house on fire. So there's a lot of other things in there. Medical history, family history, habits, smokes one pack per day, will rarely use alcohol. Prior to his incarceration, he had a history of substance abuse, including inhalants. So they really put him through the tests. There's the psychological report. I think that's a copy. Or maybe that's another psychological report. Personality patterns, all that stuff. What are your weaknesses? Poor judgment. But you can see they really put a lot of time in this huge amount of write-ups, things like that, about his family history, social history, 
at times threatened to put hexes on school instructors. The patient states, I'm real bored with school. My mom wants me to quit and get a job, but I'm not sure that's for me. Damien states that he does not enjoy the company of other peers. He says he oftentimes feels as though they do not understand him and would taunt him. He said that he has two friends that he would die for. Damien indicated that he has a blood brother. When questioned about having a blood brother, Damien states that he has a male and a male have exchanged blood and that his girlfriend is an individual with whom he has a strong bond. Damien appears to have achieved a high level of functioning. He is very well read and has a good working knowledge of many different practices and beliefs. He is articulate and able to express himself well. Damien states that he does not believe he has the ability to sustain friendships because I don't care. This patient is currently not employed. When Damien was questioned about social or recreational interests, he says that he enjoys reading, enjoys practicing witchcraft, and likes to be with his girlfriend. Damien is sexually active and does not admit to using birth control. The purpose of this coitus was so that the couple could conceive and had plans to sacrifice the infant in a satanic ritual. When this point was questioned as to the validity of these rumors, he adamantly denied such and indicated again, as he had throughout the course of the psychosocial interview, that he did not believe in satanic worship, that he was practicing black magic, and had no intention of sacrifice, nor would he ever. He also indicates that he and his girlfriend were engaging in sec sexual activity for said specific purpose. So, you know, if you have time or the inclination, you can read through all this stuff, this material. There's so much. Educational assessments. And that's the Minnesota Multiphasic Personality Inventory. Kind of went over that already. But that's actually not all of the slides. There's actually more. This is what the slides look like. If you go to, I'll put a link to the medical records. But uh, you can look through that. Trying to suck the blood off peers who have scratched themselves, believes investing witchcraft practices, power, and spell casting. So that's in there. And these are different writings from different hands. This is back in the June um, analysis. And you can see this. This starts June 1992. And this is just a ton of writing about somebody meeting him every day and up, updating it. Discharge notes general information, hospital reports, reason for emergency admission. This is uh, September. So another emergency admission. So he's uh, two emergency admissions. One was June, one was September. Bizarre and unusual behavior, blood-sucking, threatening remarks toward others, needs one-to-one -one close observation. see all this and this is Pamela Leggett his, his aunt who seems to have stepped in when his parents weren't around or not doing the not handling this all these check marks homicidal ideation physical aggression to others this is the comp comprehensive assessment Just all kinds of things in here. Like there's just little elements of things in this. This is the assessment update, September 14th. 
These are voluminous. Therapeutic recreation assessment. Like what? What is it? Diagnosis, conduct problems. Why are you seeking treatment? Sucking blood. I think that's in his handwriting. That's in September. Just all these notes. These are all different, either doctor or nurse notes on his stay. Like he's there for, like I said, one was two weeks and the other one was uh, a whole month in a mental hospital. Problem list. This is Jarnsboro, Arkansas. Approximately three hours after Damien arrived, he was sitting with, in rec area with several other residents. One of the boys had scraped his arm a little and was bleeding some. Without warning, Damien grabbed the arm that was bleeding and began to suck the blood from it. The boys all stated he had been saying he had not taken his medication the night before, and he was about to go off on them. Damien was asked why he did this, and he stated, I don't know. He also told staff he had threatened to kill his father and eat him. For the safety and well-being of other residents, Damien was asked to go to his room. He's been kept there until he was picked up for court. He hasn't been a problem since, just some very strange actions at times. It is our opinion that Damien needs mental health treatment. Intake summary. That's uh, August of 13th, 1992. Understanding and waiver. So these are just... September 22nd. These are documents. This is a drawing of a cross with stuff. And Satan reared his ugly head and spit onto the world. I think these are all kind of like lyrics from music and stuff like that. Then he wrote a kind of a biography for them. This is a if I had a million dollars, what would I do? Buy a house, go to Ireland. The people I'd like to meet and get to know are Anton LaVey and Stephen King. Interesting. This is the Eye of Horus. He's writing about witchcraft. And there's John Fogelman. John Fogelman seems to have known of Eccles or handled his case before he met him as a prosecutor. There was something involved there where they, these two were involved. It's pretty remarkable. And then you can, I can post Fogelman's uh, summary of the trial where he likens Eccles to Charles Manson. And they just said it was Charles Manson, and, you know, in this whole thing. So there's a lot of information there. This is just another element of this whole court case that's conveniently overlooked. These records, of which were compiled by the defense. This is not something that was compiled by the state government to prosecute this was something for the defense to for the appeal after he was convicted in 1994 so very important documents i'll put a link to them thank you for listening